Welcome to I Am, I Have, How It Helps. I'm Lucy Donoghue and this podcast is brought to you by Happiful Magazine, Counselling Directory and the Happiful app, which allows you to find help in your local area and read the magazine on the go for free. Today we're going to be talking to our wonderful life coach, Carly Ferguson, about looking to the future and reimagining the 2021 we dream of. To write down what your best 10 moments of 2020 were, because it's very easy to focus on what we didn't like. And I think it'll be really interesting, the moments that you write down that you really found pleasure in and really enjoyed yourself this year. They're gonna be really simple things that you can easily replicate next year. Thanks so much to Carly for chatting with us. Before we start today's episode, I wanted to let you know that the Life Coach Directory has a wide range of coaches listed across the UK who are ready to start working with you online, over the phone and face-to-face when the time is right. The directory also has expert articles, actionable advice, and information about events to help you build the future you want. Now, back to Carly. We hope you enjoy listening today, and if you do, please share your thoughts using the hashtag I am, I have, and rate and leave us a review if you like what you hear. It helps others to find us, and we read every comment you post. Today, I'm really delighted to be joined by friend of Happiful and career, life and business coach, Carly Ferguson. Welcome, Carly. Hi, Lucy. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to see you again. And today, I'm really excited about the subject because we're going to be talking about reimagining your future. But first, I would love you to introduce yourself to everyone listening and tell them a bit more about you. So I'm Carly, and I help professionals from all walks of life from leaders to entrepreneurs to reimagine how they work and reclaim their personal power so that they can thrive doing the work that they feel called to do. And that's wonderful because I think we all need to do a bit of reclaiming of our personal power after the year we've had. So we are talking about looking forward. Can you start by sharing a couple of the reasons that it might be good to start thinking positively about the future as, as this year comes to an end and a new one begins? Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, as you mentioned, it, it really is time to look forward and kind of stop dwelling where 2020 is nearly over. And I really do think that 2021 is about kind of reclaiming our personal power, as, as we just mentioned, in whatever way that means to each person. We've been in this place of uncertainty and living in survival mode. And there's been this sense of waiting waiting for life to go back to normal, waiting until we can travel again, uh, waiting to go back to the office, essentially putting our happiness and fulfillment in the hands of others and their decisions. So what's really important um, for 2021 is to take back that control, um, regardless of what's going on around us. And I know from feedback from Happiful readers, and I am, I have listeners, that they're ready to do that. We don't want to be watching the news every day and waiting on politicians and waiting on external decisions. We want to start to really think about the 2021 that we'd like. So where do we start? I do like to reflect back before planning. And, you know, in business, this is something we do. We don't plan for the year ahead unless we've looked back on what worked and didn't work the year, mm. year prior. It's, it's something I do with my clients. We, we do quite a full analysis at the end of each year when looking back at career and business. I mean, in business, they tend to do this quarterly, not just yearly. Um, so I really don't think it's something that should be left until the end of the year. We should be doing it regularly. I also do it with the moon cycles <laughs> um, as well. So with the full moon and the new moon kind of 
you know, all of those things. And we've got winter solstice coming up on the 21st of December, um, which is a really powerful day energetically to do some intention setting exercise and letting go rituals as well. But, you know, we, we can't predict the future. We can't predict what's going to happen. But what we can control is our response to whatever might come and really kind of going internally with our goal setting as opposed to externally because often the external goals that we set for ourselves so are just really great distraction tactics from um, avoiding things that perhaps we need to look at and improve on and you know this could be any kind of self-study um, improving our relationships improving our relationships with ourselves really looking at all areas of of our lives but making it making those intentions linked to something that we can control regardless of what's going on around us and i just want to come back to what you said about winter solstice that's really interesting to me it's monday the 21st of december so that's the monday before christmas it's a good time you know as some people will be starting to wind down or just thinking about moving towards the christmas holidays or the end of the year if they don't celebrate christmas and you talked about reflecting back a little bit. Let's just talk about what that reflection might look like. If you're doing something personally, would it be about what you've achieved, how you've developed, how you've grown? What would you suggest people really focus on for that reflection? I think, um, I mean, I have a few different practices that I go through myself and I, I downloaded this great workbook years ago and I've actually been trying to find a soft copy of it uh, to share with some friends recently because I've only got a hard copy where it takes you through the seven chakras uh, for anyone that kind of knows about the seven chakras and it asks questions related to each of them because I think you know we really need to it's a really good way to kind of really go deep so for example um, the questions related to the root chakra are around stability and security and really looking at kind of where you felt security this year you know where didn't you feel um, secure uh, looking at the throat chakra for example you know where did I use my voice where did I not use my voice and then when you start to look forward you can go where am I going to use my voice this year there are so many ways that you can reflect it's really hard to kind of give you uh, some specific questions because there are so many questions you could ask yourself it depends on what kind of what direction you want to go in but I really on those days I think it's a really good idea to get outside in nature specifically on the winter solstice and maybe do it with friends as well. Don't just do it on your own. Either do it with a coach um, if, if you're working with one or some friends or community. It's a really beautiful thing to do with others. Now, you and I have spoken before about rituals and this feels like a lovely ritual as the, the year comes to an end. You know, as you said, perhaps get outside, perhaps think about some questions. I mean, Google is a wonderful thing for, <laughs> for looking at self-reflection questions. And certainly on Life Coach and Happiful, we'll have some more information Absolutely. about the kind of things you could think about. But actually taking that moment for yourself to reflect and maybe seeing what comes up for you and, and not necessarily settling on the things that perhaps society tells us we should be achieving or, or thinking about like our you know our direction how we're going to grow up a career ladder that might be important to you but actually what might be important to you is connection or development learning something you know there are there are areas that we tend not to look at when we're thinking about our goals and that's why I really like the idea of going through the chakras uh looking at joy and pleasure like where don't I have enough joy and pleasure in my life you know it, it doesn't have to be these really kind of big hard goals around career like you said or, or business they can be really quiet soft goals as opposed to you know big ones that we need to tell everyone about 
And if this year has taught us anything, it's that actually the things that we used to take for granted, like getting outside twice a day in the fresh air, are more important to us than we ever thought. Yes. I, again, it's, it's taking the distractions away. You know, all of these things, you know, these big goals, things we must do, places we must visit, as beautiful as they are, they, they can also be distractions from the things that can also give us pleasure and enjoyment as well. Like you say, like going for a walk or spending time with family. So once people have looked back and they're looking forward, obviously there are a ton of questions that you can ask yourself about the future. Are there any key questions you think someone should use within their, their reimagining? An interesting one is to, and I think it'll be really interesting to do this year, is to write down what your best 10 moments of 2020 were. Ooh. Because it's very easy to focus on what we didn't like. And I think it'll be really interesting to that the moments that you write down that you really found pleasure in and really enjoyed yourself this year they're going to be really simple things that you can easily replicate next year so that would be my first question I love that one I think uh, another one is what's what's not aligned or needs to change I think that's a really good question to ask yourself all year round you know where where are where am I not aligned with my values whether that's in your business or in your career or in your relationships you know, where am I misaligned and, and what needs to change? And, you know, what do you want to let go of and shed? You know, this and unhealthy thought patterns, bad relationships, anything like that. What, what can you no longer put off addressing? What do you need to shed? Um, and then what do you want to bring in? You know, more love, more laughter. Um, but really focus on the, on the simplicity as opposed to the big, big, you know, audacious goals. That feels like a really nice practice to do. Going back and looking at your memories and thinking about the beautiful times as well. And again, going back to ritual, when you were talking about that, I was thinking about getting a lovely new writing book, perhaps mm. taking myself out for a walk and then doing it, you know, Any somewhere. Any excuse for some new stationery. Oh, I mean, seriously, <laughs> everyone at Happyful is stationary mad. But the idea of creating a, a pleasant experience for your reimagining and making it a moment for you to kind of celebrate getting through this year and thinking about what you want to let go of and what you want to bring into your life. I've done this practice on my own every year for the last few years and this year I'm going to do it with friends and it is it's a beautiful ritual and I felt like I wanted to share it this year so it is really beautiful and going back to your writing down the 10 best moments something that I also did at the end of last year which I do every year is uh, the, the kind of the bucket list the things that you you want to do and it was quite it made me laugh actually I, when I read through my list from last year of the things that I had on the on the list that you know were very externally focused you know I want to travel to this place I want to do I think there was probably one that came true on there and actually the one that came true was about improving a relationship with a friend um, which did come true so it just goes to show that the simplest, uh, simplest goals, you know, that are achievable, that actually look like harder work than yep. simply getting on a plane and going on holiday, it can be the most fulfilling ones. I can imagine that if we all looked back to what we were thinking in December 2019, we would probably see a huge difference between what our aims were then and actually that saying that one day you realize that the small stuff is the big stuff yeah. or the personal stuff is the, the important stuff. So how do we keep these aims and wishes at the front and center of our mind when life comes out of Christmas and new year and we go back to the day to day? 
it's interesting. I, I don't like the word goals necessarily. I know we've talked about them during this conversation, um, but sometimes when we, the problem with having goals is we they create expectations and attachment, mm -hmm. and suffering comes from attachment. I'd also say set set the intentions and the goals, but then kind of let go of them a little bit and just see what happens. Uh, at the same time, I. I instead really like to pick a theme for the year. I'll tell you about mine. Mine last year that I set was the word freedom. So I pick a word and it was freedom. And I had to pivot with that idea of freedom last year. So imagine um, it, was, it was supposed to be all about travel and about um, adventures and meeting new people. And instead I had to pivot and make that freedom about freedom to experiment with my business, freedom to to you know try lots of other different things but it really helped every time there's a decision it helps guide all decisions um, if you're not sure you go back to the theme for the year pick a word that you want for next year to be your theme um, it can be anything it can be freedom it could be momentum it could be courage um, whatever you that that word to be that means something for you and then draw it paint it put it up somewhere that you can see by yourself. You know, it could be a piece of jewelry that you look at that reminds you of that word or a symbol, whatever that is. But I really like to pick a theme. I think it's much more achievable and really just helps guide all choices and decisions. Now, for me, that's an absolute top tip. Just having that one word, that kind of focus for a year. I love that idea. I really think that's fantastic. And it's, if you're a visual person, perhaps you could put it in the middle of a page and then draw things off it, put, yeah. put parts of your life around it, you know, home, work, relationships, do a big old drawing of, of where you want to go. But I really love that. That yeah. really fires up something in my, in my brain, the idea of having that one word that you, you use, but also what you said about pivoting. Yeah being aware that what you think about now might need to change. But if you have the anchor of your theme, then you can move around that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 I love it. I think it's, it's just, a, it's a really easy thing to do. And I love, really like that you use the word anchor. I think that's exactly what it is. Just to finish off, there's been a lot of uncertainty in, in 2020. And I touched upon it before in, in that we've got through it. We have got through 2020. We, different people will have struggled and suffered in different ways, but we are coming towards the end of, of this year. How do we build our resilience for future uncertainty? Yoga, meditation and mantra that's what I tell all of my clients it simply it helps build a strong nervous system right. um, so that you can handle whatever comes your way you know talking is is good and you know talking through things with a coach or, or a counselor but I also think that yoga meditation and mantra that is my prescription to anyone who's feeling kind of uncertain or you know imbalanced um, not quite sure what to do next it, it just, it builds a really strong nervous system. It's a physical thing. Um, and it means that you can handle whatever comes your way. It's, it's the difference between a reaction and a response. That would be my, my kind of one piece of advice for building resilience. That's wonderful and, and accessible to everybody. It's been really lovely to talk to you. And before we finish, I just wanted to ask your advice. If someone's listening to this and they are struggling and what we've said sounds wonderful, but actually at the moment they don't have it within themselves to, to do those practices. Perhaps they're feeling down or anxious. 
what are the two things you would suggest that they can do for themselves right now? Uh, I think you mentioned this earlier, but um, avoiding the media. Yeah. That's a, just a really simple thing. If you can't do anything, you, it, you cannot do something. So uh, just avoid or limit um, watching the media, the news, social media. I, I know everyone would say that, but it's, that's a very simple thing that you can do um, so that it doesn't overload your nervous system and find healthy community. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, a community of people who are being positive, not people, not spending time with people who are also thinking, uh, you know, in a negative place, but spending time with healthy community who are positive and future focused um, is really going to help as well. Carly, I love talking to you and I've just come away with a ton of things that I want to look into. I want to go and buy myself that notebook. I want to <laughs> completely block out the 21st and, and start to think about the future. And this has been a really lovely, positive conversation. And I'm sure people will want to hear more from you. So where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Carly Ferguson Coaching. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. Just search for Carly Ferguson um, obviously, I'm on the Life Coach directory, um, and my website is carly-ferguson.com. And you practice online, obviously, I as do. well. Yeah, Which wherever you are. Marvelous. <laughs> Carly, it's been gorgeous to talk to you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's really nice to talk to you, too. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, brought to you by Counseling Directory and Happiful Magazine. As always, please rate, review, and share if you like what you hear. And if you'd like to read more about mental health and well-being, visit the App Store and download our Happiful app so you can read our magazine on the go as well as finding out about therapy, well-being and other support in your area. You can find more information about online counselling and therapists at counselling-directory.org.uk. And if you need to speak to someone immediately, the Samaritans are available 24 hours a day on 116123. And you can also email joe at samaritans.org. Help is available. This podcast has been produced by Happiful. We hope you'll join us again soon.